today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. I don't know if you watch or not. I, I kind of get roped into this stuff. Because if I want to spend any time with my family, I have to sit on the couch next to them and watch uh, the Golden Globe Awards. Uh, we're going to play you uh, a clip. The 76th annual Golden Globes handed out in Beverly Hills last night. Glenn Close, who won for Best Actress in a Drama for The Wife, roused the audience with a call for uh, women to pursue their dreams and for the rest of society to encourage women to make their dreams come true. We have to fill our, you know, follow our dreams. We have to say, I can do that, and I should be allowed to do that. You know what I thought she would do? And I saw, I did see this portion of the show. Uh, she, ta- she was totally surprised she had won uh, this award and was uh, ranting and raving about uh, the women who had been nominated in her category. I think there's five. Is there five in each category? I think so, five or six. Um, I thought it would have been a great gesture on her part, being the wily veteran that she is, to invite all of those women she was supporting so much uh, in her speech up onto the stage with her. Wouldn't that have been an interesting point if, you know, here she is, um, again, being a veteran actress and such, talking about the younger people coming up and their opportunities and such. Have them all up. What do you care? You've made the big dough. I don't know. Maybe I'm being a snowflake on all of this. Uh, all right, to talk about this and other things, TV, let's bring in Bill Brio, TV critic, author of the blog TV Feeds My Family. He is with us now. Bill, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Happy New Year to you. Oh, Happy New Year to you too, Scott. You know, in the old day, first of all, did you watch the show? Because I know you hate award shows. I did watch it. I sat and tweeted. It's a good exercise for my thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I always want to see the opening monologue. And, uh, my goodness, it was uh, not worth watching uh, last night, I didn't think. I didn't see the opening, but I heard it. It dragged on way too long. It was terrible. It was just not funny. Um, Sandra O. Oh, Andy Samberg delivered it. And um, I can't recall one joke. It was just that bad. Uh, it seems to me we uh, are relying on the cast of Saturday Night Live a lot in these award shows. And yeah. e- even seeing a, you know, a picture of Lorne Michaels every so often in the crowd. It really, to me, it was like seeing the worst Saturday Night Live sketch ever. It just hung there. You kept waiting, and it never happened. Um, you know, I, I joked, I tweeted last night, you know, it seemed that the best material went into Lady Gaga's dress at the Golden Globes. You know, like <laughs> there was yards and yards of that, but no no great jokes for sure. I thought so there would be some staff there to help uh, on and off the stage with that because it was so large, sort of like the you know when, when a princess gets married kind of thing. Uh, what about the role of the hosts and, 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 and how they did? Sandra Oh, of course, from Ottawa, Andy Samberg, old uh, Saturday Night Live guy. Your thoughts on their performance? Yeah, again, um, I, I was disappointed. I, I thought it was sweet. Um, a few About an hour into the show, Sandra o won an award, and her parents were there. That was something. And her dad jumped out of his seat and yeah. was so thrilled, and that was really sweet. That was a great moment. And uh, But I think they were made hit under their table for the monologue. Uh, it was funny when they came back, and she was uh, back with Andy on stage to present or to continue their uh, MC roles, and she still had the uh, the Golden Globe in her hand, which was which was quite funny. 
in the old days, we all knew where these shows came from. Uh, you know, there was a couple of networks around this and, and that. Uh, I found a lot of people saying, I don't know what that show is. I don't know. I didn't even know that existed. Uh, how does the fact that, that this industry is so fragmented now change all of this? Well, it's reflected in the ratings, I think. You know, they're down, that, and, and there's the, the um, you know, it's, younger viewers are not watching award shows. Uh, you know, that, that that's one big thing that they've noticed. Um, I, I, th- I do, I'm thrilled the Kaminsky Method won for Best Comedy. Uh, I, I think that that's a great show. Alan Arkin is amazing on that show, and Michael Douglas. But um, I'm sure most of the viewers haven't seen it. It's on Netflix. But it's a great, great show. And the same with a few others. You know, The Marvelous Mrs. Mizell's on Amazon Prime. Again, well-deserved, but uh, probably, you know, a good chunk of the audience haven't seen these, these shows. What, does, what do the execs at traditional network TV think of when they watch these shows now? I guess they think of the ad revenue they get from broadcasting them. <laughs> but hmm. they, there's no award for... Uh, them, you know, like it used to be Modern Family at least would win for comedy. Um, right now, the best those guys can help hope for is FX helps Fox out by winning a few awards. Um, but it's really the networks are down to making the shows for everyone else. They're they're the bread and butter uh, shows that, because all the only shows they're making are reality shows or they're showing football. They're not making great dramas or comedies anymore. Do they care they're not, re- they're not represented in award shows like this? Have they given up the ghost here? I don't think anybody wants to be irrelevant. You know, I think there's probably... But, but if, if you're producing something of quality, you're not taking them to the networks anymore. If you're Michael Douglas and you don't want to work 10 months on a show, you're going to go to a, a place where you only have to make eight episodes and work two months, you know, and, and that's part of the math, too. It's just... All those talented people that the the people that put on the Golden Globes, the, the foreign critics, um, they want movie stars in the house. And if you watched last night, it's packed. Mm-hmm. Everybody's there. Harrison Ford's there. Jeff Bridges, uh, Juliet Roberts. Mm-hmm. The big names all show. It's quite amazing. But they're not making shows for uh, CBS or ABC. Actors are viewing TV a lot differently now, aren't they? Oh yeah, I mean you know they did a bit with Jim Carrey being that was funny. To move into the the movie section, which was kind of funny uh, ten years ago. Like you know, like I think that's been established that there's so many big names making um, television series now. Uh, talk about the significance of Sandra O oh as host, not from uh, as well as from a Canadian standpoint, but even ma- many were making hay of the fact she was the first Asian host. Yeah, like it was a night for a lot of folks who have felt underrepresented at award shows. You know, African-Americans, Asian-Americans, and Canadians uh, were front and center. They were in the middle of the categories and winning them. And that was uh, uh, really um, a reflection of all our society. So you applaud that for sure. Does this show, did this past telecast last night uh, reveal any surprises of where the TV industry is going? I don't know. I I mean, that's a good question, Scott. I think, um, you know, we've talked about how it's all over on the streaming side. Uh, There's predictions that I think in by 2020 or 2022, Half of us will be streaming shows, not watching it on a on TV. So it's, it's tilting and it and it's going downhill fast or uphill. I mean, 
you know, it's moving away fast, and, and I think that that's reflected in the Golden Globes and the Emmys and everything else. My wife and I noticed the other night, we, well, I think over Christmas we noticed this, that uh, when we're watching promo, we, if you're watching CTV and, you're, and you see a promo for an upcoming show, it now says streaming at 10 o'clock. Always. They've done that. Yeah, well, not always. Since September, CTV, every billboard, and, and CBC uh, streaming on September 28th. Like, it's, yeah. you're right, it doesn't say it's premiering on CBC. That's different, but you know, CBC has their new gem site now. They really want you over there. That's where the ad revenue is slowly building, and, uh, and, and so that's what they're doing. They're trying to move their business into the new media. How does traditional TV compete with this? What are they going to do to allow us to view traditional network TV on demand? How can they give it to us? I know, like, for example, if you go on, on my cable thing, sometimes you can see some global shows on demand. Why is that not more accessible? Is that the future? Is that the answer? It's getting there, and, and it is there to a, a large extent. Like, you can watch uh, a lot of stuff on demand. Uh, CBC, again, with Gem, you can watch everything anytime you want. Um, but same with Global and City and you know, there's City Go, there's there's CTV Go. City CTV has launched all these new apps now, where you can watch uh, old retro shows uh, and and movies and things like that. So there, it's like a supermarket. They're trying to fill up the the shelves in the digital section so that they're right at your eye level, and uh, that's only going to exact. You know, in a, in a year or two, you and I will talk, and we won't even be talking about. What what will the broadcasters do? Because it, it won't even be part of the thing anymore. You know, it'll be so old-fashioned. It'll be like me threading a 16-millimeter projector. Mm. Uh, what about the protest factor in last night's show? Are you referring to the Me Too movement and Time's Up? and things Compared like that? to other years. Um, uh, you know, I kept waiting to hear more edge in the in the monologue, I guess. That's one thing I was disappointed in that... There wasn't more comment, but it was very positive, as you mentioned with Glenn Close, the, um, uh, the, the folks who were there who were winning the awards, women were standing up and saying, let's open this, kick this door down and open it even wider. Uh, it was very uh, much an outreach to uh, actresses and, and people, women in all industries. So it was very uplifting. I don't, you know, it wasn't really anybody standing up saying something really, you know, controversial that I can recall. All right, last question before we let you go. Uh, Kevin Spacey in court this morning. Where does, uh, to plead not guilty to indecent assault, where does this go from here? Wow, I, you know, that's a great question. I, it's it, The last, he did a, a video recently, I'm sure you heard or yeah. talked about, about, and he seemed quite unaware in, of it. And jam. did it in character. It. Yeah, no, it was uh, odd response. So I don't think it won him any favors uh, in court, and uh, we'll just have to see. I mean, that's that's going to be a story that's going to continue to break all year long. Bill Brio has been with us, blogger, TV critic, author of the blog TV Feeds My Family. Bill, as always, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Anytime, Scott. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.